Today's Sicha, today's talk, um, the Rebbe gave in 1967. And it's a, a talk about the month of Elul, and in particular, Shabbos Mevarchem Elul, the Shabbos when we bless the new month of Elul. The Shabbos Mevarchem, a Shabbos where we bless the new month, is always the Shabbos before that precedes the Rosh Chodesh, the first day of the, uh, of the new month. Um, and it's it, it, the way it's discussed, as all times are discussed in Hasidic philosophy, is as a frame of time which carries a unique energy and opportunity and offering for every single one of us, similar to an anniversary or a birthday, where we are overtaken by a certain spirit, which um, on that day, because of the meaning of that day to us. And so this, this, uh, today's uh, talk is about the atmosphere that pervaded the town of Lubavitch, the capital of the Chabad movement for many years, as uh, when some of the Chabad Rabbeim lived there. Um, the atmosphere that pervaded during, beginning with Shabbos Mevarch Melel, even before the month began, when already on Shabbos we were blessing the new month. And it begins with a talk by the, that the Friedrich Rabbi gave in 1934 on the Yom Tov of Pesach, where the Friedrich Rebbe described the spiritual atmosphere that pervaded the town of Lubavitch beginning Shabbos Mevarchim Elul. And um, he describes that once Shabbos, where they blessed the month of Elul, um, began, um, he described that although it was still a clear summer day where the sun was shining. It was a summer day where the sun shined. The atmosphere had already changed in the town. One could already begin smelling the Elul spirit. And a teshuva wind, a wind of teshuva, of repentance literally, or a teshuva, a, 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 um, a wind of yearning to return to Almighty God, was already blowing. It was already uh, blowing in the air. So the Rebbe says that the speech of Rabbeim um, are always precise. They're never just um, um, flowery talk to to enhance um, a description. But the description was actually precise to convey exactly what the spirit of Elul was. And so therefore the four descriptions, which I'm going to break down now, what, um, what I just uh, uh, shared into four different descriptions, are all ideas that bring forth the inner spirit of Shabbos Mivarchim Elul, uh, uh, of the spirit really of Elul, um, and which begins on Shabbos Mivarchim, the Shabbos where we bless the month of Elul. And these four descriptions, which, which they, this talk is dedicated to, describing how they convey the inner spirit of um, Shabbos Mevarchim, Elul, and the month of Elul. Again, they are, the, the first description is that it was a, still a clear day of sunshine, where the sun was shining. That's description number one. Description number two is the atmosphere changed. A general a description of, of what happened in the town of Lubavitch is the atmosphere changed. Like sometimes, you know, you walk into a room and everything feels different. And likewise, they walked into this time period and suddenly everything felt uh, different. That's number two, that the atmosphere changed. Number three is one could already begin smelling the Elul spirit. It's this description of smelling the spirit of Elul. And lastly, a teshuva wind was already blowing. There was a wind of 
yearning for God that was already blind. So uh, the Rebbe also says that not only is what a Rebbe says precise, but also when they say it precise, which makes this very uh, surprising and unusual. Why did the Friedrich Rebbe discuss the spirit of Shabbos Mevarchem Elul in Labavitch on Pesach, which is uh, five months prior to the month of Elul? Not only does it sound misplaced, but when we understand this, the energy of the time frame of Nisan, the month of Pesach and Pesach, in contrast to the time frame of the month of Elul, we see that not only are they different, but they are they they are entirely opposite. the The spirit of Nisan is a spirit of a month where God took the Jews out of Egypt, where God swooped down from on high and took us out of Egypt. It was a miraculous event. The Jewish people did nothing to create that. It was bestowed upon them as an enormous gift from on high, an act of tremendous chesed from God, an act of tremendous kindness from God, which we call, as we've had in some other talks, milmaila lemata, from above to below. That from above, God's bestowed upon us in great kindness and took us out of Egypt in a miraculous way. Whereas the entire month of Elul is about us returning to God, us drawing closer to God, us embedding ourselves so that we can be closer to God, which is all an effort of from below to above. It's where we are putting forth effort and we are generating through our effort a reality, not a reality that's bestowed upon us. So these are two diametrically opposed movements of when something is bestowed on someone versus when someone earns it. And, and so it's surprising that the Friedrich Rebbe would discuss the spirit of Elul, which is the energy of from below to above of an earned effort on our part at a time when the time frame is all about God bestowing upon us without any effort of, of our own. And not only that, but we know that Elul is made up of four letters, Aleph, Lamed, Vav, Lamed, which, are, which, is, which is an acronym for Ani, Lidodi, Vidodi, Li, I am to my beloved and my beloved is to me, which, um, is, which is a quote from the Song of Songs that King Solomon that, uh, um, um, wrote, which essentially means I am to my beloved, and then in reaction to my efforts of being committed to my beloved, my beloved is to me, which is another way of saying I we, the Jewish people, are to our beloved, to Almighty God. And in response to the effort we make to, to being close to God, God responds in kind and bestows upon us. But the bestowal is a reaction to our effort. That's the spirit of the month of Elul. There's another verse, uh, which is not as often spoken of, in Shir Hashirim, which King Solomon writes, which is Dodili Va'anilo, an exact reverse. Um, my beloved is to me, and I am to my beloved. Which is, more, which is a reference of God speaking and saying that my beloved is to me and I am to them. In other words, that, that is, that's, an, that's an expression that's associated with Pesach, where God is initiating. There's a bestowal from God without us even uh, it, um, making any effort. So we see that they're diametrically opposed. So in order to uh, understand these four descriptions and to understand why the Friedrich Rebbe discussed this on Pesach in particular, we, we first have to review this entire idea of of, of um, or, or, or what, what's otherwise known in the Hasidic 
um, parlance as isarusa dilatata, an awakening from below, in contrast to isarusa dileila, an awakening from above, which is all the same concept of God bestowing, which is isarusa dileila, versus versus us initiating, which is isarusa dilatata. Because even when a Jew um, achieves whatever level that uh, we achieve through our avoida, through our effort, our service of God, where do we get the power, the, 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 the ability to reach out to God and, get, and, and draw close to God? That itself is given to us from above. That ability is given to us from above. God actually empowers us to be able to um, exert our own effort and avoida in order to draw close to him. So really, everything starts with God's bestowing upon us the ability to then um, work through, reach out to, earn, make the effort towards God. As the Alter Rebbe explains, regarding, specifically regarding the month of El, that even though the, the, the general uh, uh, movement of the month of El is us reaching out to God, us drawing closer to God, but we know that uh, during Elul, why is Elul an auspicious time? Because the 13 attributes of mercy, the Yud Gimel Midas Harachamim, become revealed. God reveals his attributes of mercy, of compassion, during this month, which makes it much easier for us to reach out to him, which is an initiation from above, where God um, it, it reveals um, his 13 attributes of mercy. And that gives us the ability now to be able to reach out to God much more easily. As the Alter Rebbe um, shares the, 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 uh, his analogy of a king who's typically in his throne room in the palace, but he comes out into the field and anyone who wants can approach him. He makes himself accessible. So now that he makes himself accessible, which is an initiation from the king, anyone that wants can come to the king and, and approach him. So the Avedah of Elul is an Avedah of a service of us, yearning and reaching out to and making an effort towards drawing close to God, but it still begins with the revelation of the 13 attributes of mercy. And only after God reveals his 13 attributes of mercy, then the avoida of anila deidi, then the service of I to my beloved, we, the Jewish people towards God, begins. Um, now it's also under, it's also understood and should be a obvious, because otherwise there would be no point to our effort, that the, in, the bestowal God gives us through revealing his 13 attributes of mercy, which then empowers us to be able to then do our work and reach out to him, um, is one level of bestowal from God, in, of exposure from God on our behalf. But when we do make our effort through his arusa de latata, um, that when we make our effort of reaching out to God, that, what does that do? That always provokes, if you will, and awakens and inspires God to have a new Isarusa de Leila, a new inspiration to bestow upon us. And this bestowal that comes after we generate and earn this new bestowal is a much higher level of bestowal than the one that initiated and gave us access to our Aveda our service of Hashem. So, of course, the whole idea is to reach a higher level. And why is this so? This is so because when God is in, when God bestows upon us, but the bestowal is a freebie. We call it chesed chinam. 
It's, it's something which we didn't earn in any way. God just says, let me bestow upon them to initiate so that they can have something to work with, right? So that was not inspired by anything. And therefore, it generally is comes from an external aspect of God. It's not something which comes from the depth of, of, of God. And the reason why is because there's nothing that provoked it and awoke something that would, that, that would bring it out. However... The, the, the um, bestowal that God gives us after our work, after our service of Aveda, which, is, uh, which, which, which brings up a verse from, the king, from, the, from Eoiv, the book of Job, that God yearns for the uh, effort that a person puts forth in this world to draw close to him. That when God sees that a human being living in a material world puts forth effort to rise above the materialism and his physical self and his evil inclination um, and, and, to, and to aspire to a level of the divine, this touches God in such a deep way that it generates a bestowal which comes from a much deeper place in God. And if it comes from a much deeper place, then it's uh, much more powerful. And that's why the second bestowal is a much higher level. So, and all of this, and while we understand all of this, we understand that, the, that any effort we make is always coming through an original, though it may be an external, but still an original, it always originates, our ability to, 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 to produce anything um, originates from a bestowal from God, even though it may be an external one. So now, although the empowerment for us to do our Aveda in El. Um, of Anila Daidi, where I am, to, I am to my beloved, we the Jewish people are to God, is that is generated, it's initiated through the revelation of the 13 attributes of mercy of the Yud Gimel Midas Harachamim, um, which happens in El. God reveals his 13 attributes of mercy in El. But generally speaking, the general concept uh, or notion or movement um, of God initiating a bestowal upon us so that we can then do our Aveda, that is represented and its roots lie in the month of Nisan. Because the month that carries the roots of this initial initiation by God um, is the month of Pesach. Because that is the original time when God bestowed abundantly upon us without us having generated anything. Um, and it is also the root of God's revealing the 13 attributes of mercy in the month of El. The root of that is in the month of Nisan. And that's why the Friedrich, now we can understand why the Friedrich Rebbe discussed it in the month of, in the month of Nisan, on, on Pesach. There's actually a direct association. And now we can understand, based on all this, we can understand the four descriptions that the Friedrich Rebbe gave to the spirit of what pervaded in Lubavitch um, beginning Shabbos Mavarach El. And first, the Rebbe de, uh, uh, breaks the, these descriptions into two categories. The first description, which is in one category, and the last three descriptions, which go into a second category. So we had, the, the first description was the clear day of the sun, of sunshine. The second description was that there was a change in the atmosphere. The third description was that they began smelling the spirit of El. And the fourth description was that there was a wind blowing, um, a blowing of the wind of teshuva, of, of yearning to return to God. 
So there, there's a verse that, that, that David HaMelech, King David, writes in Tehillim. That's Shemesh Umogain. The sun and his shield, Havaya Lakim, is comparable to Hashem. Havaya, the name Havaya, the tetragrammaton name of, of Hashem. And Lakim, which is another name of Hashem. The 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 the, uh, the essential state of of God, which is uninhibited and unrestricted, which is expressed by the name Havaya, is associated with the sun. And from that place, God, like the sun shines, the the sun doesn't discriminate. If there's one thing in this world that's not that, that doesn't discriminate, it's the sun. The sun doesn't discriminate; it shines everywhere. The, the clouds may get in the way, but as far as the sun's concerned, it shines in everything. And in the same way, Hashem from his essential state of Havaya, shines. And that's the idea of the month of Nisan, right? Where Hashem just shines and gives and bestows without anyone having generated anything or deserving anything necessarily, Hashem just shines. The other, um, and, and that is the expression of Isarusa Delela, a bestowal from above. And then you have the other three um, um, descriptions, the awakening of which all are different expressions of the awakening of the people that there was a change that we that there was a and that there was a blowing that there was a smell and there was a blowing of the wind that's the awakening of the people from the effect of the sun that when hashem bestows upon us that has an impact and that impact is described in the second in, in the last three descriptions so the first of the descriptions was that this initiation of the 13 attributes of mercy being revealed and that's that the sun was still shining, meaning Hashem um, bestowed upon us abundantly without the need for us to generate that bestowal. And then from that bestowal, a, 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 and, and the, the people being able to sense that, the second they were blessing the month of El, they were able to, already able to begin to sense the 13 attributes of mercy of God being revealed. Um, their awareness of that then inspired within them shifts that began to make things feel differently. And now we're going to discuss these three um, other descriptions. And we're going to discuss the last two first, and then come back to, so we're going to discuss three and four, and then we're going to come back to number two. So regarding our awakening and our effort, so the Frida Grabe makes two points. Then number one, already they already began to smell the spirit of El. So the word for that is reach. A reach is a, is a smell. And the teshuva wind was already blowing, and, the, and while the Friedrich writes it in, in Yiddish, um, the Hebrew word for a for, for wind um, is ruach, the ruach, and reach and ruach, which are very similar words, but they mean slightly different things. A reach is a smell, and a ruach is a is a wind. So, what's the association of these two words to Elul? Why does the Friedrich Rebbe speak about these two descriptions of smelling and a wind? Um, in relation to El, because the primary concept of teshuva, of a, of a person returning, drawing closer to God, is related to a pasuk, a verse which says, toshuv el and the ruach, the spirit, um, or the wind, if you will, will return to God who gave it. And 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 this this verse is always used as a form of an expression of teshuva when the when the ruach the spirit of a person the neshama essentially returns draws closer to Hashem who um, where it where it originates from because the primary um, 
expression of teshuva is to reach the level of ruach. Now, ruach is discussed in Hasidus um, in different ways. It's one of the level, five levels of the neshama. But in this context, it's talking about the fact that there is R, there is light. In a certain respect, that R is expressed by the sun. But then there is a light which comes through a person's neshama yearning and drawing closer to Hashem. Which again, as we learned, through a person's effort, we reach a higher level of, 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 of God's bestowal. And that's what the Ruach represents. And this is the idea of the teshuva wind, the Ruach, um, the, 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 the wind of teshuva. That when a person reaches this level of Ruach, which comes from teshuva, they have reached an even higher level than just a shining forth, a bestowal of light, which was not generated by the person. Then you have Reach, and we know that, of course, that Teshuvah is the entire spirit of El. And then you have Reach. Reach is that, that smell. Because the primary way of a person achieving the Aveda, the service of uh, the month of El, of Anila Deidi, I am to my beloved, how is it that we draw it close to Hashem? Through Teshuvah. Through a person yearning and drawing closer to Hashem, the act of Teshuvah. And through a person doing an act of Teshuvah, we merit to Ruha Yishol Mashiach, the spirit of Mashiach. And I mean, ultimately, Mashiach is going to come through our efforts of Teshuvah. So the spirit of Mashiach is revealed through the merit of Teshuvah. And we know that the spirit of Mashiach is associated with Reach, with smell. How so? There's a verse in the book of Yishayo Anavi, which, which says, Harichai is associated with smell. And what the, the Gemara tells us, the Talmud tells us, in explaining what this means about the smell of uh, fear of God, is that Mashiach will have, if you will, an intuition or an insight where he will be able to, people will stand before him and he'll be able to smell the truth in regards to those people. That's how intuitive um, and, and um, connected Mashiach will be to the spirit of everything. So reach, the smell, is very much associated with Mashiach, which is earned through our acts of teshuva. So we're, we're seeing how ruach and reach are very deeply connected, uh, wind and smelling are very deeply connected to teshuva, and the outcomes that come out of, uh, the benefits that have come out of teshuva. Now, preceding the ruach and the reach, um, he discusses the atmosphere that first there was an atmosphere of change that pervaded in the town of Lubavitch. So there are different levels of human need. We know that a person needs a house, a person needs clothing, a person needs food, a person needs drink, and most fundamentally a person needs air to breathe. Uh, we know there's a hierarchy of necessity. And air is the one thing that a person needs constantly and a person cannot live without for even a few, min- a few minutes. Um, whereas water, a person can live a few days without. Um, food, a person can live uh, many, many, many days without. Uh, clothing and, and a home, a person can survive with for, for a very, very long time. So the need of air uh, for air is constant. It's something that someone constantly needs. Every person needs air every moment. And the Rebbe emphasizes this. Every person, every single moment needs air. And not only do we need air, we feel the need for the air. 
How hard is it to get that need filled? Very easy. It's available all over. So it's something that we feel the need for and it's available all the time. When the month of, when the Shabbos Mavar Hamelel begins, so there already is an atmosphere change. And that atmosphere change is that, we, that, that they felt in the air, just like a person, um, they were able to feel in the air of that time, that just like a person is, is aware of the need for air, and the air is constantly there and very easily accessible, likewise the reach and the ruach, the smell, and the wind of teshuva was felt in the air in the sense that it was very much, they felt very much a yearning, a deep need to access this teshuva to draw close to Hashem, as well as sensing how accessible it is, considering that God has come out, the King has come out into the field, that the 13 attributes of mercy um, are, are, are revealed. And therefore, every neshama, every soul, at every moment, can easily from Shabbos Mavarchamel can much more easily feel this need of Teshuvah, which applies to all of us, me and you. And this is and, and as expressed in the Medrash Rabbah, where it says that where King da- on the verse that King David writes, David Melech writes, Kol Haneshama Tahalel Ka, that every Neshama will praise you, Hashem. So the Medrash says. Kol Hanishima Tahalo, that every breath will praise you. And just as every breath, and, and so the Rebbe's associate, and just as every breath we know, it, we, we desperately need, we feel the need for it, and we feel the accessibility because it's so accessible. So, why? It, it, no one sells uh, um, air yet. Um, they sell water already, they don't sell air yet. So, likewise, every Neshama during the month of Elul has the ability, as they, as they did experience in Lubavitch, to feel the need and the ease within which we can, during this month, reach out to Almighty God and experience a level, a new level of teshuva, of returning to God. And I am adding that may it be that through every one of our efforts in this upcoming month of Elul to draw closer to, uh, to Hashem, that we in fact experience Ruch HaYishol Mashiach, the spirit of Mashiach, and that intuitiveness that comes with that will come with that time.